Well, what a week. Mo Salah proved that it is possible to captain in the early game, while Ranieri proved that just maybe that 5,000 to 1 league win may have been a one-off. We have more clean sheets than a nuns convention, but only if you had faith in the right players. Speaking of the right players, Oli's plan to simply outscore the opponent showed a possible flaw as he and Ronaldo struggled to do anything other than watch as Jamie Vardy did indeed have a party. In the northeast, Newcastle's new owners had the perfect start, only to have their hopes dashed by a differential Harry Kane in a perfect audition before his inevitable £30 billion move in January. We discuss what it all means from a fantasy perspective, find out how successful Fitz's wildcard was after a hideous game week seven, and of course, look ahead to next week. Throw in two late cameos from Jack Grealish and Sean Dyche, a bit of more than Mo, and that's the show. Welcome to episode 13, or should that be episode one of FPL Face Off? My name is Fitz, and I'm joined, as always, by fellow comedian Tom Glover. How are you doing, Tom? All right? I'm good, Fitz, but I'm I'm a bit cautious, having heard that intro, because you can always tell how well you've done in a game week by how much verve and vigour is in your introduction. <laughs> There's a spring in your step this week, and I know you've wild-carded, and I, I think you think you got a, an ace in, up your sleeve. Well, I think that, to be honest, I was on not great form personally and professionally uh, when we recorded last week. Uh, I'd had a terrible week with 34 points, I think, after after my hit. And I hadn't had a lot of sleep and, you know, I was I was feeling ill and all in all, it was just pretty grim. But um, but yeah, I've, I've gone. I've, I've, I suppose I've made some effort in terms of our intro, which you have yeah, actually it's, written something. Yeah, you're, you're, an, you're an emotional casual and our listeners wouldn't have it any other way. They, they want to <laughs> into moves from from one week to the next. They, they want you to not plan. They don't want you to have that Excel spreadsheet. That's that's my job. Well, I think I think to be honest, it's you know, I, I must admit, I don't while I have one and I've got access to one where I would have planned for um, my wild card. You know, it's not really how I work. Contempt. Well, it, I certainly don't treat it with contempt. I, I treat it with the respect that it deserves. Um, but uh, I'm I'm just a bit fearful of it. You know, I'm uh, well fearful kind of of the unknown, I suppose. It's not really the way I've played. But then, you know, I've, I've never really been an elite FPL manager. So there is I mean, perhaps there's a pattern there. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and, and likewise, I've only ever been an elite FPL manager. I've well, of course, only yes. In the top 1%, as you know, I like the fact <laughs> I like the fact that you're you're wary of an Excel spreadsheet, like it's some kind of cursory, some sorcery. And it's like I, well, I don't like the fact that it, it tells me what the fixtures will be in upcoming game weeks. I don't, it's telling me an expected goals. How can I expect goals to come? <laughs> well, I certainly, as I say, I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely keen to embrace the technology. Um, I think I think the trouble is, as much as anything, that you know what it's like trying to trying to find time for for these things. Um, is is always tricky, but um, but yeah, it's it's been an all right game week, and to be honest, I I needed it, Tom. You know, I I needed it last week. Uh, all, all of our listeners would have would have noticed that I was a little bit down in the dumps. But um, before before we get onto the subject, of of course, I, I think it's time to uh, address the rather small elephant in the room: uh, the fact that we have changed the name of the podcast, which eagle-eared or eagle-eyed listeners may be aware. So, um. Tell us about that. What's what's the um, I mean, I know, but tell our listeners what's uh, what's going on. Yeah, I haven't changed a name behind Fitz's back. That's not what's happened. Um, it's <laughs> still a podcast where we will face off in each other's favourite fantasy games. I'm a Sky mm. Fantasy football player traditionally and Fitz is playing it for the first time this year. And Fitz is an FPL player and I'm playing that for the first time this year. Um, but we have realised in the past um, the show's been called the Fantasy Football Face-Off and that attracts a lot of American people asking me which linebacker's going to get the most yards this year, <laughs> who's... Who's got the best touchdown XG? I, I, <laughs> things I don't know about. I, I don't know about these guys. I don't know about the Packers. I don't know about the Dolphins. So we, no. we're changing the name to. to nor, nor do we care. I think is is fair to say. I certainly don't really care. No, that's not what football should be. Football no. should be kicking a ball without any helmets and and face guards and shoulder pads. Um, so we've changed it to FPL Face-Off. It's the, the most recognisable of the two fantasy games. As we've said in the past, the Sky game is the connoisseurs game, whereas the FPL attracts the more casual player like Fitz. So, You've said in the past, yeah. <laughs> yes. So we've changed it to FPL Face-Off. We, we are hoping that will um, em, get us embraced by the FPL community a little more as well, because I think they've 
eyed us with with um, cautious eyes so far, worrying that we may be trying to infiltrate the arena with some American football chat, but we're not doing that. No, that's right. And um, I think it's important to know, you know, the the format that we've we've got, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We certainly um, tend to speak uh, at, at a bit more length about FPL. And that's probably what will continue to happen. We've both got a keen interest. And of course, you know, we're both trying to do as well as we can in, in both games. So as always, we will be discussing the Sky game. But but yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, even more so based on the fact that it's been an all right week. So, uh... yes. so without any further ado, then we, we know you want to get into it. So tell us then, how did your wildcard go? Did you, did you may have a good wildcard? Cause a lot of people have had bad ones this week. I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people are regretting their moves. So how was yeah. yours? Been? Um, overall, definitely, definitely a success. I have to say, I mean, I think that there are a couple of kind of key decisions, which I'll jump onto in a minute. Um, but the, the first thing to say is that when the kind of team news came through, I was on a, a family gathering kind of golf day, which was, which was great, but straight away saw that Jota wasn't playing vindicating my decision to take him out and then of course you get to the afternoon games or particularly later on in the um evening when we had the Chelsea game that was that was brilliant because I had put Azpilicueta in Rudiger was a, a bit of a doubt and I actually what's really annoying uh, obviously a Man United lost and Vardy did really well but at one point I had a draft that didn't have Lukaku in because I just feel like they're really struggling with him and you know Norwich is dare I say Norwich is kind of last chance saloon for me with with him because it sounds crazy I know when they've got these fixtures but they just don't seem to be able to to find a way to to feed him and um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss Chelsea, I'm sure. But but yeah, basically every kind of team that was announced looked looked good. I chose Cancelo over Diaz. Cancelo then got the start. Foden I put in. Um, and yeah, so it, it all worked out very well. I had a few few clean sheets in there. Um, the one frustration, which was on the Sunday's game. Uh, as you'll know, on Twitter, in the run-up to deadline, there was talk about um Min Son having COVID. So you and I shared the odd message, as we do over, over the course of a game week. And most of, in fact, nearly all my drafts since um, deciding on the wildcard, of course, had Son in, uh, which, which threw me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, and, I mean, you will be able to testify that, having listened to my ramblings over message on, on Friday night. Well, and also Son does this once a season. He ha- have a game week as a Spurs fan, I know, where he's apparently injured or he's he's ill or for some reason he's going to miss a game. And then he will always come in on that game week and get a goal or an assist yeah. and, and get in a performance. But I think you were like a lot of people. A lot of people had Son in. And if you're told he's got COVID, of course you take him out. He's an expensive player. There's no yeah. other option available to you. But you were, you were unlucky with that one. Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, fortunately, the player or the the combination of um, player personnel changes meant that I went from Tony to Antonio and from Son um, down to Foden. And Foden got an assist, obviously didn't set the world alight, but I think it was it was just very, very lucky. Saw lots of people on wildcard um, having the the triple city of like Mares. Um, well, maybe not even Mares, but um, you know, Gundawan is an example. Um, oh, yes, Martin- Martinelli has been awarded the assist for the um, uh, second Arsenal goal. Sorry, that's just popped up. Um, but yeah, you know, lots of people with Diaz and Kyle Walker as there, um, which is a, a fairly mental combination as far as I'm concerned. But but yeah, uh, so it, it it worked out very well, and in in total, uh, despite a couple of blanks. I am going to be finishing on 68 points, which certainly looks to be a reasonably healthy um, green arrow. I think if, well, if if listeners remember uh, last week, I was, I was down in the dumps. I'd gone from a reasonably good rank of 123K right down to uh, 297. And I've more or less halved my rank by the looks of it. So I'm um, about 157K. Uh, which is is good. It's a nice it's a nice jump. It's where I where I need to be. Yeah, very good. The top two percent. You're back in the 
<laughs> I am back in the top 2%. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was, I don't know. It was a weird one, really. As I say, there was, there was lots of decisions that could have gone either way. You know, it was, it was good to, obviously the players that I took out were among the, the likes of Ronaldo, Greenwood, Jota, Saar. Um, that was all of those decisions bar Greenwood, I think were, were vindicated and, and my team set up quite nicely, actually. Um, so for, for the listener, um, I know we'll, we'll come on to your team in just a sec, but their wild card that I went with, uh, I went for Raya in goal and that was over the likes of Ramsdale um, who was a big shout Sanchez. It felt bad. It felt weird taking Sanchez out when they were playing Norwich, but I just think that in the kind of, long term that's how you've got to look and Raya um certainly seems more he seemed a better option for me and I'm glad I went for him over Ramsdale um Livramento Azpilicueta Cancelo Alexander Arnold um Duffy also my fifth defender although he played this week Captain Mo Salah uh, had Rafinha who didn't play Foden Huang Lukaku and Antonio and then Umbuemo and Smith Rowe with Foster on my bench. So I'm sure we'll talk about Huankers. Um I, I don't know. We're, I just... not talk about, we're not talking about Huankers. This is a family friendly <laughs> podcast, Fitz. <laughs> we're not going to discuss Huankers Get at your this time away. of the morning. Um, um, no. But I'm, that sounds like a good wild card to me. I, I like that team. Uh, the, my only question marks would be over Huang and mm. um, Antonio, who hasn't really found his form again since that sending off, since, since the week I sold him. Um, he's not really returned to form and he's got a busy schedule coming out. Maybe he's so. upset with you, mate. Maybe maybe you need to put him in and that'll give him the little confidence boost that he needs to, to start. I refuse to do performing. it. If he got four goals this week, I wouldn't do it because I sold him for a profit and I will not buy him back for a loss. So <laughs> he's out now for good. Um, nice. And I take as much joy in him blanking as I do from my own player scoring. Yeah, um, that's fair. Wang and Antonio, are you sticking with them too? Um. I I must admit I'm I'm certainly going to be sticking with things as as they are at the moment, but it's really difficult at the minute to look beyond Jamie Vardy. And you know, I I I thought heavily about putting him in. They've got Brentford next, they've got Arsenal, Leeds, Chelsea, Watford, Southampton, Villa. They've got a really nice run. And when he's in these kind of hot streaks, it's it's a brave man that, that goes against him. And, you know, it, it, depending on how um, he you how say that. does. You say that though, but um, he's been in this hot streak since game week one. He's on game. It's game week nine. We're going into now. So yeah. we've been ignoring him for his hot streak. His hot streak's got to come to an end. Personally, I think Iheanacho's coming back into the side again now. And we found last season, once Inacho is playing alongside him, yeah. Nacho seems to take the goals in, in place of him. So I think actually if people jump on him this week, it could be a mistake and you could find that Nacho's the player you want to be having in your team. Yeah, it's a very good shout. Um, certainly it's it's not something I'm going to, I'm definitely not going to be making any transfers. You know, I, I feel like it's a, a real shame barring big injury concerns if you have to use uh, a transfer when you've just wildcarded. So yeah, certainly the the team that I've got will be my team for the for the next. But yeah, I'd say Antonio and Lukaku really, really does have to score against Norwich. I think if he doesn't score against Norwich at home, you've got to be thinking, I don't know. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I I've, I think that, you know, they're clearly struggling to, to supply him with goals. But surely, I mean, surely he scores against Norwich at home, right? Well, I've got him up top. I've had him up top for a little while now. He He did return for me early on, but he hasn't return for a few game weeks now, but he's got Norwich. Both him and, him and Ronaldo, Burnley. sorry to interrupt um, Tommy, uh, <laughs> him and Ronaldo have both blanked in the last four, I think. Yeah, and I've had three. them in my team. I've had him in my, I've had the freemium since mm. very early on. And I was, this was my one last shot with them as a freemium. And I was thinking, surely Ronaldo is going to get goals against Leicester's defence and United scored twice. And obviously Ronaldo wasn't involved. And no. Lukaku, um, he had the opportunities again. He did score, but he was offside. They aren't they aren't providing for him properly at the moment. But I think even if even if it was Norwich with the fixtures 
not Norwich, of course, they're, they're the whipping boys. But even if it, was, if it was Watford, for example, who were playing Norwich, Newcastle and Burnley in the next three, you'd buy Ishmael mm. Assar. If it was Aston Villa, you'd buy Danny Ings. So yes. whoever, whichever team had those fixtures, you'd, buy, you'd have to buy their striker. And yeah, Lukaku okay. is a premium striker. He's a proven goal scorer. He's going to score goals. And I like the fact that people are going to be selling him because that's a decision they're going to regret. I, I know it is. Yeah, um, yeah. It may, Timo Werner may outscore him. He does look pretty sharp at the moment, but Lukaku's definitely going to score in those next three games. Well, all, all three, you think? I, I imagine him to get, he will get at least four goals in the next three games. Nice. I think that is uh, a return that we would we would all take. Uh, you mentioned the the big T dog, Mr. Werner. Um, I I showed you a, a draft that I was c- contemplating in a, a panicked, frenzied Friday night, where I had Werner and Vardy in um, for Lukaku and Antonio, which obviously this weekend would have would have done all right for me. But um, but yeah, I, I do think you're right. I think Lukaku surely has has got to come good and. Um, I can't remember who they've got in the Champions League this week, but I hope that he uh, either plays maybe an hour and gets a couple or or just gets a rest. But we will see. We will see. Yeah. And, and you say come good. Like he looked great against Arsenal and, and he scored. He got two goals against Aston Villa. So he, he has scored for them. It's not that it hasn't happened at all. And mm. I think once Reese James comes back into that side and they've got him putting crosses and Mason Mount's playing um, with him, then I think the link up will start to to show it's going to at some point um personally you you have beat me this game week but you did wild cards so i think that yeah, i was yeah. at a disadvantage I, I ended up on 63 um what did you have in the end uh i am on 68 68 so yeah you just you just scraped past me but yeah yeah 63 i had jota and rafinha of course who both didn't play um luckily that meant livermento's come off the bench for me with a six pointer lovely um my my main my main star, other than Mo Salah, of course, is, is Lewis Dunk again, who not only got a clean sheet, got three bonus points as well. So he got me Did nine he? points. Did I didn't notice that. Well done. Yes. You've, so he, you've been on Dunk right from the start, haven't you? Yeah, so that's a really good shout. Yeah, and even in my bad game weeks, he's sort of like rescued me a little bit. He got me eight points in game week four. Um, he got me eight points last game week as well. Um, and he's sort of been the differential that's been keeping me up there whilst Ronaldo and Lukaku have been blanking, basically. <laughs> Um, and that's one of the reasons I didn't wildcard this game week because I knew Brighton had Norwich and I would probably take out Dunk and Sanchez if I wildcarded and it just didn't seem right. Didn't seem yeah, right yeah. taking out Ronaldo against Leicester. But I looked at my team after this game week and I decided it does look right. I'm, I'm now on wildcard fits. I think last week it felt like everyone in FPL was on wildcard and this week it feels right, like it's yeah. just me. But there we are. No, well, that's um, that's good, mate. And yeah, I, um, I have seen that you've activated that wild card, and um, yeah, I'm I'm very very impressed. I think it's uh, I think it could be good, mate. So yeah, so I'm on wild card, and I just felt there's players I want in my team who I wasn't going to be able to get in without taking a hit. Like I didn't have Trent in anymore. Um, I like. I wanted to get on the Brentford double up with Embuemo and Tony. I wanted to move towards getting Son and Kane in for game week twelve. So there's enough. There's enough things I wanted to do, and also enough fires that I've been ignoring, like Luke Hailing and Stipe Parika. They've been yeah, yeah. red flag for some time. They, <laughs> they were just fires which I closed the door on and pretended weren't happening. Yeah. So I've effectively had no bench for a few weeks now. So it feels so good to be out of wild card and have a look at players who are actually run the risk of getting on on the team at some point um i think so the, the, moment- the thing with wildcard as well sorry just before you reveal your team i think the thing with wildcard is that it's you know it's very much dependent on your team you know you didn't need to clearly you didn't need to wildcard last week because you've got a score um way above average and just below me who did wildcard so you know i think um yeah this your fires needed to be put out that's right so so who have you gone for well, um, well, like you say, like it was the international break, and it, I understand this is my first wildcard experience, of course, Fitz, and I understand why oh, people course, do it in yeah. the international break now because it's a good chance to to get some team value in, but also it makes it a bit less dull when you're sat there waiting for the football to restart. Um, but yes, the team I've got as of Monday nights, I've gone for Raya and Foster in goal. Um, at the back, I've got Trent, Chilwell, James, Livramento, and White. I'm going to double up on Chilwell and James because I think they're the attacking defenders in that Chelsea team. And Interesting. They're the ones who are going to be scoring the points and that they get the clean sheet points. But I've, I really think that they could get some goals and assists where Chilwell already has. 
Does uh, um, does Tuchel turntables not not kind of worry you a little bit? Um, well, if they, if he does, I've got Livermento, Trent, and Ben White who are all going to play and all yeah, decent options true. for the next three game weeks. True, so um, sure. that's a risk I'm willing to take for now. Nice. Uh, in midfield, I've got Sonny because I wanted Sonny, and I thought the fact that so many of you have had to take him out of your teams on this last wild card because of the fear of COVID. He's, his percentage is going to be down fairly low. So um, I'm getting him in now with, before everyone rushes to get him in in game week 12. Uh, Rafinha's there, Salah's there, of course. And I've got Embuemo as part of my Brentford triple up because I've got Raymond goal. And my fifth midfielder at the moment is Hoiberg. Right, okay. Who will play, Hoy- him, I suppose. And Hoy- Hoiberg's a guaranteed starter at Spurs and he's playing slightly more advanced than previous season because uh, Skip's defensive mid and he got an assist at the weekend he scored the week before and he's only 4.9 so for an extra like 0.4 he's he's better than the 4.5 million options I think mm. and at the moment as it stands my my front three Lukaku uh, Ivan Tony, and Callum Wilson who is very lowly owned at the moment but he came back at the weekend scored against Spurs and Newcastle got some good fixtures coming up and I he's he's on pens he's a talisman I think he could be a good differential I think that's a very nice team, mate. I like the um, I like the look of that. I like the sound of that quite a lot. Um, it's good to have a couple of differentials in there. Um, just while you were talking about Mo, obviously, um, having Mo in there, it made me it made me think. Oh, I wonder how many people don't have Mo. Um, and actually, so he's selected by sixty four point one percent of the game, which means that over thirty five percent, over a third of people, just like nah, don't don't need him. Um, and in fact, nearly 5,000 people already have transferred him out this game week. Like That is absolutely <laughs> bonkers. I, I cannot see the logic in that whatsoever. You know, I'm a United Ooh. fan and I sincerely hope that he doesn't score against us. But even so, he's just on fire at the moment, isn't he? I mean, I assume that is the logic that they think, oh, it's Man United. He might not score against them. But yeah, it's madness. Like you have to have him in your team. He's been on another level this season. He's the only premium who's proved his worth at the moment there's no point having any others so far this season so yeah you've got to have had Mo in I know um I know quite a few players and in fact uh, definitely in my early FPL career I did have one season where I wouldn't have any Liverpool assets and you know uh, you in this game you can't let your your heart emotional casual you're an emotional casual fit. So I, I was about eight years ago. Um, but <laughs> it's quite it's quite funny. I work with a guy, it's the same guy who wildcarded by putting in Antonio, who then got sent off and then hitting confirm wildcard. Um, but he he won't have any Man United players, he's a Liverpool fan. And um, while that is obviously not doing him any harm at the moment, I'd like to think that over the course of the season he would he would live to regret that error. Well that as a Spurs fan, I, I will not have any Man United players either, but that's because they're terrible at the moment. <laughs> um, well, um, I agree with that. But, um... <laughs> and actually, actually, my decision for the goalkeeper this week will be between Raya and Ramsdale. My decision between the goalkeepers this week will be between Raya and Ramsdale. And I'll likely go with Raya because as a Spurs fan, it's going to be hard for me each week to be cheering on an Arsenal clean sheet. And that does play a part to a certain extent. I think yeah. when the points are close, you can t- use your emotions to, to make fantasy fun. Well, I, I quite like the fact that loads of people went for Ramsdale because I I honestly think that particularly after I didn't watch the game today, but I it wouldn't surprise me at all if if he was uh, at some point going to switch for, for Leno. And he's... I mean, that this just shows the Twitter bubble. I was convinced that he was owned at like 50%. He's 6.2% of players now own oh, Ramsdale. Wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's not huge. But yeah, I think that there's a bit of rotation risk there. Whereas with Raya, you know, he is going to be the player between the sticks for sure. So yeah, that's um, that's a yeah, good well, shout and, and a good I think, team. I think that's enough to talk about wildcards. The, the thing with wildcards is I think they're a bit like babies, aren't they? Like we all love our own one. 
and we all want to show it to everyone, but really no one else could care less. <laughs> no one, like, else no one cares. cares about anyone else's wild card. That's um, a very good point. You you all think they're beautiful, but they're not. We're not interested in them. Um, um, so although we are good... interested, um, we are interested in the listeners' wild cards. We would love to know whether you have activated your wild card um, chip. Um, smooth segue. That was nice work, Tom. Um, if you have used a wild card or haven't, or you have any questions for myself or Tom, don't forget you can get in touch with us. Uh, we've got a new Twitter handle, uh, which is at FPL Faceoff, and you can still email us at our lazily unchanged uh, email address of fffaceoffpod at gmail.com. That will change at some point, but for now it hasn't. And uh, we're going to take a little break and we will be back with you in a mo. So uh, just before we move on to the next section of the podcast, uh, we do, of course, need an update in terms of your rank. So you got how many points was it? And where are you now? Yes. Sorry, I got carried away with being on a wild card or getting giddy, as we all do on a wild card. Um, <laughs> we do. But none of I've us care on... about yours. No, of course. <laughs> I've ended on 63 points thanks to Livermento coming off the bench. And it has taken me up 15,000 places. So I'm now up to 31K. So yes. I'm going the right way again. That's really good. Yeah, really good. And um, I think based on that kind of strength of wildcard as well, you're, you're in a good position. And I would guess, based on your love of a, a spreadsheet that you've probably looked and everyone that you've picked has got reasonable fixtures coming up, right? Well, that's the thing. I was looking to wildcard in game week 16, but then I realised that there's not that many transfers I needed to do between now and game week 16. So I just thought I'd get them in now. The squad that I'm picking this week will pretty much be in place to game week 16, barring three or four transfers along the way, all being well. But I'm, of course, that will change. But planning ahead wise, anyway, I'm happy with it. Good. Excellent. Well, um, yeah, I think that we're, I think from both our point of view, you know, we're, we're pleased to, to, be, to be moving in the right direction. So, um, yeah, excellent work. Good. Well, someone else who cannot help but move in the right direction uh, is, of course, the one and only Mo Salah. So I think it's time we check in and find out, has anyone got more than Mo? More than Mo, Mo, always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow, he's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? And in a word, the answer is no. Uh, of so course not. It, it was a silly feature now. It was, it was a silly feature. A of this feature. Yeah, it was a silly feature made all the more silly by the fact that um, Mo is just on redonkulous form. Uh, so Mo Salah got 13 points uh, again for the second week in a row, meaning that uh, neither you or I were correct in our guesses. Um, you went for the rather out there Armstrong, who did... Didn't even play. Didn't even play, that's right. And <laughs> I went for Cancelo, who did play. Um, I won Pep Roulette, but um, yes, he did not uh, He did not score more than Mo, which, as I say, is, is not much of a surprise. So looking at the fixtures for next week, let's have a look through. So we've got Arsenal-Villa on Friday night. Uh, I, for one, will not be captaining anyone in the early game there um, until we come on to Sky, of course. Uh, then we've got Chelsea-Norwich, Palace, Newcastle, Everton, Watford, Leeds, Wolves, Southampton, Burnley, Brighton, City, Brentford, Leicester, West Ham, Tottenham, and then Man United versus Liverpool. Uh, so, uh, after you, sir, who who do you think, if anyone, will score more than Mo next week? Um, I I don't think anyone will. Lukaku probably will, but of course that breaks the rules of our game. It has to be it under does. 10 million pounds. Yeah, um, I'm right. going to go with the man who we all tracked on a plane this week to see if he was going to make it back uh, to play uh, against Southampton, having played the day before in Brazil. Um, I think <laughs> against Wolves. Wolves at home. Nice. Yep, that's a very good shout, mate. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was um, going to go for Rafinha as well. So uh, that's, that's good. That um, throws a, a nice little spanner into into my works as it were um so i'm gonna go for someone who i think has been in very good form and could potentially potentially do the business um i'm gonna go for a slightly risky uh alan saint maximan um against crystal palace 
So I shall update the spreadsheets while you confirm the transfers, transfer value for me, if that's all right. Um, um, well, Rafinha is six and a half. And Alan Sam Maximam, let me just have a look. I, I want to say six. I've, yeah, I've got a feeling it's 6.8 or 6.9, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Very, more expensive than I'd fancied. Let's have a look at Newcastle. 6.8, so more expensive 6.8. than Rafinha. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to admit, if if anyone's going to, I would, I would have chosen Rafinha as well, but that would have made uh, a tedious feature even more pointless. And, um, of course, we don't want that. <laughs> so... Um, good. Well, we'll find out next week whether either of us has, of course, got more than Mo. So someone who definitely didn't get more than Mo this week uh, because they were the victim of Pep Roulette. I reckon it's time to hear from our mate Jack Grealish. Now, what have all been up to? The Jack Grealish Diaries. Dear Diary, this week I was benched against Burnley off the Pep called me sharing notes with Sean Deutsch in the away changing room before the game. Sean has heard a rumour from somewhere that I'm a keen diary writer and ever since he's been sharing his poems with me. Everyone thinks that Sean is a gravel-voiced hard man, but he actually has a sensitive side and is very much a father figure to me now. Having said that, he's promised me that if I ever let anyone know he writes poems, he'll be so hard in the face that I'll look like James Tarkowski's uglier twin. (laughs) Sean did write a lovely poem for me, though. I'll recite it for you now. Carl Walker might be fast, but the one race he won't win is with time. The sun will set on all of us who once <laughs> dazzled in our prime. But in the twilight there is beauty that we must look upon in awe. There are few sights better in football than an evening game at Turf Moor. And as the day turns to night, you struggle to ever find a better scene than the evening sun eclipsed behind the head of referee Mike Dean. <laughs> I love uh, writing poems now. I just I'm gonna write do a poetry podcast scene. Right, uh, carry on. Anyway, anyways, I, I genuinely think they're good. They are, yeah, they're great. <laughs> anyways, that's all I've got time for this week because I've got a big Champions League game to prepare for against Club Brugge. Last time I went to a club in Belgium, I ended up taking two lap dancers back to my hotel. If Tuesday night is off as good as that one, I'll be happy. <laughs> Mind you, I must have had the beer goggles on that night because if you'd seen the look at those two in the morning, you'd have thought that James Tarkowski was a triplet. <laughs> <laughs> Lighters! Uh, <laughs> very nice. Oh, yes. I, I, I do enjoy I do enjoy it. And that, that was almost a two for one. That was a, a, a Sean Dyche poem within a Jack Grealish um, diary. Yeah, well- we did say the two were going to combine this week. We, they were going to they were going to come together, and and they, they did. did. That was beautiful. They did, and they have, and it was it was a thing of beauty, and and we were here. Brilliant. Thank you, Jack, for for getting in touch. Uh, we we do appreciate it. Um, <laughs> uh, cool. So um, I think it's time we have a little look at our Sky Fantasy Football. It's been a, again a week, I think, where lots of people were um, impacted by uh, well. Pep Roulette and Rudiger's injury, etc., etc. So, um, why don't why don't you go first? Um, yes, well, I wasn't too badly hit. I, I had Rudiger, but I don't think that's going to be a serious injury. We'll see if he plays midweek. Um, so I've kept him in for now. I didn't want to waste any more transfers. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't have Mo Salah. I've taken Mo Salah out for for Harry Kane. Um, which proved good on Sunday, but on Saturday it didn't look very good. I, Cristiano was my captain and he got four points, well, two double to four. Luckily for me, I had Mendy in goal, so he got me 15 points. Um, yeah. Lewis Dunk in this game as well with nine points. Van Dyke, I've got ahead of Diaz. A lot of people had Diaz who would have got them one point, and I had Van Dyke, he got me 10, so that helped. Very uh, nice. Tillemans, Tillemans got me 15 points in midfield. So oh, wow. a lot of my non-captain players were really pulling me through. But I still dropped rank quite heavily because I didn't have Mo on the Saturday. Um, then on Sunday, I had Harry Kane. So his 10 points got doubled to 20, whilst most other people were on Antonio and he got one point. So yeah. that boosted me back up again into, I think I was about 500 overall at that point. 
And then tonight I had the choice between Ben White and Conor Gallagher to captain. I switched it from Conor Gallagher to Ben White just before the game because the Arsenal team looks strong. And in Sky, it's always pays to be boring. And I thought, get Ben White, get a clean sheet, maybe get a pass in here. That's yeah. the way to play Sky. And then Gallagher's come in and he's got shots here. He's got tackled here. And yeah, so now I'm dropped down to rank 720. But at least for this week, I haven't made a transfer. And how about you, mate? That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got two teams and as, as, as I know you have as well. And interestingly, my second team is, is catching up with my, my first, but I'll, I'll go with the, the one that's in the lead. Um, I got 68 points, Mendy in goal. I had Diaz, unfortunately. I also captain white tonight. Um, Rudiger, nothing. Duffy, um, Gallagher got me six. Rafinha didn't play. Took out the suspended James Ward-Prowse and put in. Um, the, I probably have more faith in this player than than he does in in himself. Um, <laughs> and I put in it. I put in Huang He Chan, um, who then thanked me for my my blind faith with with well sod all two points well well last week as well we we named the podcast hwanging by a fred and that seems prescient now we maybe should have named this week hwanging by a fred because he's going to be transferred out of both your teams in both games i should point <laughs> well, out what, what was your I, I got 84 points this week so you got 68 so i'm i'm quite happy now that i've heard your points total perhaps this week wasn't as bad as i imagined it had been no you've you've done very well and as i say i mean i, I had two players who didn't play and i had you know, several players who did absolutely nothing. So if Mendy, Mendy and Salah basically account for the majority of my points. So um, yeah, not, not great. Uh, my rank is 2,582. So, you know, it's, I don't know, it's good, you know, to be, to be that, to be relatively high at this stage is, is obviously good, but it's different, isn't it? You really want, you really want to be in the top 100 uh, um, or certainly top 1000 at a bare minimum. So yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, it's, it's just a couple of poor decisions really. And unfortunately taking out in the, um, sorry, taking out um, James Ward-Prowse and not electing to take out Rudiger. Um, you know, Rudiger will be back. I think he's back in training. So I don't, I don't regret that, but I have now used 34 transfers in that team. Um, You've got so, 34 transfers, you mean? Um, sorry, transfers. you're quite right. Yeah, I haven't used 34, blimey. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've got 34 uh, transfers to go. And, you know, there are fires I'd like to put out, Ronaldo being one of them and, and Antonio, but it's just, I'm just going to, play it safe take it steady if i can avoid any transfers next week then i'll be very pleased and we'll see i've 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 definitely got a captain for every day next week looking at it um so it's yeah it's shaping up to be okay i think and we'll just have well, to see how, well, how we get on you don't want to be too dejected because you i've been sending to you the average transfers remaining the top 10 have an average transfer remain of 13 at the moment yes um, yeah the the top hundreds at 26 and this was before this weekend so a lot of people yeah. have had to make transfers to get Chelsea and Man City players out or to get captains for the for the Arsenal game so I reckon the top 100 now is probably less than 25 transfers remaining so you've got a lot of a lot of transfers to help catch up those ranks so you're, you're fine where you are at the moment there's yeah. some good players in the top 100 but there's a lot of good players also who are still three four five k and above so um yeah you're doing you're doing very well mate don't worry just don't panic with the transfers and just keep planning those captains and you'll you'll claw it back yeah absolutely and and it is interesting you said in the very first kind of sky episode that we did you know it is important to remember that players will burn loads of transfers and and they'll look streets ahead and of course they they may well be streets ahead but yeah i would i think my target when's overhaul when's the next overhaul um, not till January time. So okay, so, so a little way off. Yeah, I would. I would like to think if I could get to overhaul um, with a rank of. I think let's. You know, I'll set a goal. I'll set a bloody goal here on the pod um, of being in the top um, in the top fifteen hundred. So I think that's a fairly modest climb. Um, and if I've got say. 20 transfers remaining by that point and I think that that will set me up quite nicely for the second half of the season does that sound fair 
reasonable. That sounds pretty decent, mate. That sounds good. Good way to good thing to aim for. Um, a lot of a lot of players have gone heavy on the Chelsea defence in this game as well, and that's going to be good for the next few game weeks. But then their fixtures will toughen up a little bit, so yeah. those those players will be having to make transfers to get them out, maybe, or they may just not be getting as many points as they once were. So yeah, I won't panic too much just yet. It's very interesting, though, isn't it? Because you know, I know um, in in terms of the overhaul, obviously that was a, a similar time to when lots of people wildcarded in FPL and you've got players like Ishmael Assar and Gallagher and players who at the time, Antonio, for example, you're thinking, right, well, that's, that's an absolute no brainer. Um, but it only takes one or two of them to go off the boil and, and your team all of a sudden looks, looks a little bit poor. So, um, well, but yeah, no, overall I'm all right. Like I said like early on, that like when you're picking these players, you have to look at, not only their attacking output, but in the sky, but also their ability to get shot tiers and passing tiers and tackling tiers. That's why Yuri Tillemans was put in my team. He got a goal. He got the man of the match in the Leicester United game, but he also got a passing tier and a shooting tier. So he he ranks up a load of points that he wouldn't have got in FPL, for example. No, no. Cristiano Ronaldo, the reason I put him in my team is because I, I thought he'd be hitting shot bonus every game because he's always getting four or five shots a game, but he, he hasn't been doing that. Um, no. so that's going to have to be reevaluated. Well, that, uh, that in itself, gone... sorry, mate, that, that, that's, that's a debate in itself for, for another day, but yeah, what, what to do with a problem like, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, because we've gone from a team that looked very exciting to all of a sudden, uh, a bit of a mismatch. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks in that respect. So we will see. You say you've got your captains covered for the next game week. Have you got any transfers planned or, you, or you're not looking at that yet? No, I'm hoping that I won't have to make any transfers. So um, I've got White, who will give me coverage in the Friday game against Villa. Um, then I've got uh, a choice of Diaz, Rudiger, Gallagher, Mendy, Duffy, Rafinha and Huang. Um, I'm kind of half tempted. I'm probably going to go realistically with either Diaz or um, maybe an out there punt on Rafinha, um, just because I think he could... He could do do some damage. Now he's had a bit of a rest, albeit after travelling back. Um, and then, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm probably out of Antonio, Salah and Ronaldo. Um, I'm probably going to be captain of Salah, which is, um, you know, as a United fan, it's the fixture that you really don't want. But um, but yeah, we'll see. That's kind of what I'm looking at at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something that's not really, it was slightly frowned upon in the Sky game. Because in the Sky game, you always look to try and gain a fixture when you make a transfer. So if your yeah. player's playing on Saturday, you then transfer them out for someone on the Sunday. So you, you yes. gain the extra game. Um, but I just have so little faith in Ronaldo, especially against Liverpool, that I'm going to be taking Ronaldo out on the Saturday before he plays and, and bringing in Lukaku at, at home to Norwich. Right. It means my captain will be coming off of Eduard Mendy and on to Lukaku, I think, okay. which is a worry because... Mendy could quite easily outscore him if Lukaku blanks again and Mendy gets a clean sheet and a few saves. But yes, that's the move I'm going to make. And then the following game week, I'll be taking Kane out for for Mo Salah. So um, I've got a few. I've got a few plain, a few lined up. And how many transfers will that leave you with? So I'll be on 31 at that point. But Tottenham okay. play United. Uh, not this game week. The game week after, they play United on the Saturday, and. And um, Salah will be at home to Brighton. So again, yeah. that is I'm going against all the rules of of Sky with that. Um, so it may backfire, but we'll see how Kane's form is after this game week. Yeah, we will. We will see. Um, I think Kane is a very interesting one because I think he just needed a performance like he got against Newcastle, and all of a sudden that um, that fixture swing at, at 12, we may well be looking at a Son and, and Kane double up again. And it's going to be very important to make sure that you've got a means of getting them in your team. But that's the beauty of having the premiums in there, you know, a, a Son and a Kane, sorry, a Son. And um, you'd have to, you'd have to think quite carefully about it, but you could certainly swap Lukaku out for, um, for Kane relatively easily but yeah that'd be interesting and, and something that we'll touch on later on in the season I'm sure good 
excellent well um i'm i'm feeling confident it's good to know that i've got those transfers in the bank and that sounds like i've i've done well in that respect so happy days so as we always like to do uh, at the end of each episode or towards the end of each episode uh, we like to give a shout out to someone in the twitter community uh, fpl community who does great work and who we think deserves uh, a little bit of love and uh, this week it's my turn and i'm going to give a shout out to fpl swede are you familiar with fpl swede no i don't think i've come across Amazing. So it's it, he's he's really interesting, and um, he does lots of threads basically about uh, as un- unsurprisingly uh, FPL. Uh, he's FPL. Sorry, at FPL underscore SWE SWE. He's just a really kind of active member of the Twitter community who kind of is is great at pointing out little differentials. So, um, for example, he has tweeted in September that only Ward Prowse has taken more corners uh, this season than Bowen. Uh, West Ham scored the most goals from set pieces in the league last season. And now Zuma has joined. That was on the 9th of September. And uh, he now has a return in each of the last four game weeks. So he's very good at kind of picking up these little differentials and um, it's, it's just really interesting. And again, early in September, uh, he had uh, a thread about how Burnley, Norwich, Leeds and Newcastle have been the worst defences and just goes into a little bit of detail about when the clubs uh, are facing those kind of poorest defences. So yeah, very, very useful. And um, I must confess uh, it's, it's one of those accounts that I've kind of looked at today and, and actually realized blimey i should look at this more it's very useful um but yeah hope, great great work he recommend Hwang to you uh he didn't recommend uh, <laughs> that was Hwang, no uh, <laughs> that was that was me and he has mentioned umbuemo umbuemo by the way do you know how many times he's hit the woodwork this season i know six times six times and i think the nearest person to him is is twice which is lukaku um so which I yeah think show, i think that shows he's unlucky where i think he's a bad finisher because He's, I would he's, agree. Getting there, he's getting close enough to, to yeah. suggest that he's, it's not like he's Traore where he's just blasting it 10 foot <laughs> over the bar. He, no. Like a couple of inches either way and he's got, he's got five, six goals this season. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. So, um, yes. So, uh, FPL Swee, uh, at FPL underscore Swee. Um, do, do check him out. Some really, really interesting uh, kind of insights and uh, I think a very kind of valued member of the community. And, yeah, go, go give some love and um, improve your FPL knowledge at the same time. I will, I will check out FPL Swee, but I, I have to admit the reason I play FPL is because I don't like to read. If I wanted to read a book, then I, I'd, have, I'd do that anything. <laughs> Instead, I'd, I'd look could... at um, World Cup drafts. <laughs> yes, you would indeed. So um, that's a shout out for this week. Let's have a look at our leaderboards. Um, unfortunately, we're recording Monday night, so this isn't fully updated. I'm only in 10th place on the leaderboard now, but I've got another six points to come. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be top six after this. But anyway, we go with top five. In fifth place, it's Jack Labrook, Labrook's Lads. What's going on, Jack? You were doing so well. In fourth place, Samar Verma with LZFC. In the third place, Jigsaw by Alex Walsh. And that's a Jigsaw where all the pieces are coming together nicely for you, mate. You've had a nice green arrow and 71, 77 points. Very in nicely place, done. Thank you. In second place, Ewan Reedy. Ewan, whose army? Well, I've, I've got an army of wildcard players coming to, time to get you next week, mate, so don't be so cocky. In first place, though, and they've been there a while now, it's Mabu Barut with their team, the, the Jurgenauts. So, and they've got an umlaut on the U. I didn't know you could do that with your team name, so I'm very, very exciting. Um, and they got 55 points this week. So I've gained a bit on them, um, but yeah, they are, they are way out in ahead with 572. And then let's have a look at the Sky Leagues. So the top five in the FF Face-Off Cup. Uh, in fifth place, Dan Sherwood with Gold Striving. Fourth place, Mark Daniels, Norman Conquest. In third place, Glenn Murray, the Buccaneers. Uh, he, Glenn Murray, by the way, he is a big um, Sky player. I see his name a, a lot and hear his name a lot on the other Sky podcasts. So he's obviously doing very well this season, uh, 761 points. In second place with 766, Anthony Hobbs with FPL Mingo 2. And top of the league, well, he's back. Jack Ladbrook, number one in the Sky League with Gilfie Six Offenders. Very crude name again. Very disappointing, Jack. But you are top of the Sky League, so well done to you, Jack. Yes. Uh, And and I am ranked 11th in the Sky League. I don't know where you are, mate. 
I can tell you, I can confirm that I am in the Sky League, um, but I'm not uh, not challenging the top 10 as we speak. Uh, let's just have a little look here. Um, I am in 32nd. You are in 32nd. Yeah. 32nd, so, 703 points. Yeah. So, you know, it's obviously the 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 better other people do the further i i get away from them to to state the obvious but um but yeah certainly to have 700 points at this stage is is good um we've i'm i'm still chuffed you know we've got loads of people in in our league just having a look at dean bensley right at the bottom with 174 points i think perhaps dean has has given up um although He's got an entire... T- wow, this is impressive. His entire team is Chelsea. So he's got um, Kepa in goal, Christensen, Silva, Shalabar, Azpilicueta, Alonso, Mount Havertz, Grealish, Lukaku and Ronaldo. Um, but yeah, obviously, that's that's an interesting punt. And I suspect that not many changes have been made with that team, but never mind. Um, <laughs> good. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> sorry to give a little shout out there, but why not, hey? So it is one of my favourite times of the week uh, in terms of the pod. I'm, I'm sad to be close to saying goodbye to you, Tom, but I am very much looking forward to hearing from the one, the only, Sean Dyche. If Game Week 8 has taught us anything, it's that even nailed players blank. Spent two weeks planning a wildcard and now you've dropped 100k in rank. The three mums dead with no goals for Rom or Ron. Couldn't wait to get them in and now you want them gone. Then there's those who spent a day on Twitter tracking Rafinha on a plane. Then he doesn't even make the bench 24 hours down the drain. Jota benched, Zaha missing and Alonso's out as well. There's no better way to ruin your weekend than by playing FPL. But listen here to Uncle Sean, because one thing I know best, a little tip to avoid the roulette and ending up depressed. Burnley may not get your points. We're on an eight-game winless streak. But one thing I can deliver is the same bloody team every week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is so good to hear from Sean. Um, I'll take him home from Sean this week as well. What a treat. What an absolute treat. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, Oh, good. Well, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you uh, to you, Tom, as always. Thank you to producer Glenn for your uh, sterling efforts. Don't forget, you can get us get in touch with us um, on Twitter at FPL Face Off. And we would love to hear from you. Chuck us a five star review. Tell your mates, share the pod, give us some love. And we will be back next week. just a bit of advance warning. I will have some technical uh, issues next week as I'm going to be on holiday, um, but I will be here with Tom come wind, rain or shine and uh, very much looking forward to it. So thank you again for listening and we will see you next week. See you next week. Laters. Laters. Laters.